So, Australia into another World Cup final, um, seeking number six when it comes to titles one. And here we go against India. It's all come down to this. Bryce McGain is on the line after an incredible night last night. Good morning, Bryce. How far did you go, mate? Did you manage to go the distance or did you just sort yeah. of float in, float in and out? No, indeed we did, Matty. I was uh, lucky enough to be part of the call team for SDN. Uh, last night, so and early this morning, so right down to the last wire, Jared and Waitley, Jared Waitley and I were uh, there for the last ball and the very nervy chase that uh, that ensued. Uh, Australia looked to be absolutely pumping along, and then all of a sudden the wheels got wobbly, the tension came, and uh, credit to South Africa, they fought their way through. But uh, it was an epic semi-final once again, Australia South Africa, yeah. and a nervous, like you say, a nervous finish but an incredibly positive start. So can I take you back to those those opening eight to ten overs? And I've just had my say about it. I mean, from where I was sitting, mate, and watching, it was it was a performance of absolute professionalism from the Australian team to come out, bowl the way they did, field the way they did, be aggressive the way they did, and show the intent the way that they did. They, they did that classic case of suffocating the batters and forcing mistakes from them. Matty, you're just absolutely spot on. It was, it was tremendous bowling, uh, particularly by Josh Hazelwood, who's eight overs. He got two for 12. Mitch Stark was Mitch Stark, I suppose. There was some loose stuff in there. But what happened when that was getting punished was that the fielders were absolutely outstanding. We're talking Maxwell to a lesser extent. Uh, he's probably the one you think of the most. But Dave Warner at cover point and Lava Shane at that mid-off area, they were diving two and three, four body lengths to stop the ball and just, as you say, completely suffocate South Africa. So they, they were probably wondering, where on earth are we going to get another run? They're not seeing the gaps on the offside. They're seeing a wall of fielders, it, it feels like. It was superb. Um, it, it was exactly the start that Australia haven't got in any game, any of the nine games uh, throughout this, this whole uh, World, Cup, World Cup series. And uh, to see them start in that manner was absolutely superb. And... That's really why, um, if we can swing it on to why India are in the final, it's because they do that. They can get early wickets. They are the best fielding side. And Australia knew that they had to lift to that level. They did last night. It was unreal. Which points us back to the discussion around whether or not to pick Marnus over Marcus. So Labashain over Stoinis. And Labashain's fielding is there for all to see. Um, Stoinis actually, in the end, could have been very handy at the back end of there with the, with a few explosive runs in the middle. So there wasn't really a justification needed, was there, Bryce, from Paddy Cummins to say we went with one or the other. But if there if there was any justification needed, it was there in spades from Labashain's fielding in particular. Now, he ends up with, what was it, 18 off 31 with the bat. Um, you never know how that's going to pan out. But do you reckon that the, the fielding part of Marnus's game helped help sort of um, sway that selection decision anyway? No question. And, and Andrew McDonald looks at that. They look at the whole package that, that player delivers for the outcome of the team. Yes, it's their fielding. It's their enthusiasm. It's their, their energy for each other. Uh, it, it's everything. It's the whole package of the individual. And when the going gets tough, where do they get to? Um, should, it, should they have anticipated a high-scoring game? I think that's where Marcus Stoinis probably would have got the nod because if they're chasing down a big total or even wanting to set a big total, that middle-order firepower, that power hitting on a really good even wicket would be superb. But because it was a worn wicket, another one of those in a semi-final, 
Australia anticipated there's going to be some challenges and some difficulties, particularly with the spin bowling, and they may need that extra accumulator. It worked out a perfect solution. I don't think the selectors could have got it wrong either way, to be perfectly honest. They can justify mm-hmm. both selections, but Manus certainly played his role last night. Do you reckon they stick with the same makeup for the final? I think we can expect to see a very similar wicket to the one that was presented in both semi-finals. India, again, it was a worn wicket. India will want that. They'll want something a bit lower and slower. Um, it does suit their play. But having said that, the fast bowlers need adapt to that as well. Last night, our spin was steady enough but it was the fast bowling brigade that took eight of the 10 wickets. And it was Travis Head who turned the game uh, from his spin bowling perspective. Adam Zampa just had a down night, just didn't get his length right, fell into the step hit. And um, and it was really a case of South Africa having nothing to lose and having to throw everything in when he came on to bowl. So I, I think we can uh, excuse him for that. Um, he'll be back on the track, but I think it'll be the same lineup because it balances nicely for these types of wickets that we're going to expect in the final. The captaincy, Bryce, of Pat Cummins. Um, aggressive last night. Sean with the ball. I mean, he was ended up with, what, three for 51 off his just about 10 overs. Was there at the back end of the bat. Was very, very aggressive with his field placings early on. He was ecstatic when he took that good catch off the bowling of Josh Hazelwood to remove Quinton de Kock, the danger man. So... All of the signs there that Pat Cummins was incredibly comfortable in that position, and, and that's what we've come to expect with what Australia's been doing. But how, how was your, what was your take on his captaincy? Yeah, it's, a, it's a really interesting question, isn't it? Because he's been clipped from left, right and centre really along this whole journey. You know, I guess you, if we look at the whole body of work that he's done through the year, Australia have retained the Ashes, they've won the World Test Championship under his guidance. Um, uh, still he's getting clipped by the public and maybe by some parts of the media as well and former players then he goes into a World Cup early on Australia not doing well he's not performing that well but I think he sums it up really well in the biggest stage he's there stepping into the situation still performing well still manipulating the team still attacking to go and get wickets knowing that that would be a winning formula you know it's not often we see a short leg in the 32nd over um, of a one-day game, but he's doing those things. I think he's captaining, and he's growing so quickly. He's a fast learner. Uh, he's pulling the right strings. He's got some nice support around him. There's no doubt about it. The coaching staff, and also uh, in terms of the, the other senior players around him, in Steve Smith um, from a captaincy support situation. I think he's doing a wonderful job. His body of work's outstanding, and here they are. They're in a World Cup final. This is behind the world, the soccer World Cup, and also. Uh, the Olympic Games, this is the next biggest sporting event in the in the world, uh, around the globe. Every All eyes are on this. Can he handle that pressure? You bet he can. And he's doing a terrific job for Australia. We should be pumping him up, not tearing him down. Yeah, I agree. And, and that word that you just used there is my final question to you, the pressure. Does, the most, does most of the pressure here sit on India? We know how big this is at home, everything that they've done. I mean, I, I just can't imagine a bigger pressure cooker situation if you're an Indian cricketer at the moment in this starting 11 on Sunday night? There's no question. The team that can handle that situation, uh, 1.4 billion adoring uh, countrymen right behind a country is an enormous amount of support. It's a tidal wave of uh, energy that you can harness. 
if they're able to do that, if the pressure becomes too much. But what we've seen so far, they're able to do that. And they're doing that with a smile on their face. They look relaxed. I thought the travel schedule might be a real Achilles heel for them. They've played in nine different uh, regions of the country. They've been the travelling circus or everywhere and performed everywhere for all their fans. They do it at a semi-final. Now they're into a final. They are raging hot favourites. So they, they all, all signs are their form and they're handling that pressure. Um, they look to be doing so. It is going to come down to the big game players and, and head-to-head how Australia, are, their big game players, can step into the moment and, and compete with India. Um, I think it's going to be epic. The two best teams have made it. This is what we wanted. Uh, and, and it just goes for a showcase of 50-over um, cricket on Sunday night. It's not to be missed. It's, it, as I said, it is one of the biggest sporting events uh, around the globe. It, just do not miss it. Go to work late on Monday. Take the day off. Set an RDO. Whatever you need to do, don't miss a ball because it's going to be an epic final. <laughs> and every ball right here on SEN. Good man. You've set the stage beautifully, mate. Um, thanks for all of that. Appreciate it. I hope you get some rest today. Yeah, you have a ripper day. I'm going to go for a morning nap. Don't worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> Bryce McGain joining us there. Every ball of the World Cup final right here on SEN. So 7.30 start on Sunday night, Eastern Daylight Saving Time, that is. And then, of course, um, we'll be on air half an hour before that. It's enormous. Who does the most pressure sit with? In my my view, there's no doubt about it. I mean, it's obviously India for all the reasons that Bryce just said there, but they've shown that they've been up to that occasion time and time again in this World Cup. But Australia have shown that they've been up for the building of the momentum and the pro- professionalism of their approach. So if everything goes right, man... I don't know. I'm not prepared to tip just yet. I know I'm backing. Not prepared to tip just yet because the way that India's been going has been extraordinary. one three hundred oh one eleven seventy. That's our open line number. 0457 736 736. Your text messages coming through thick and fast on this Friday morning. I'll get to those after this break.